0: Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. Very attractive job out there. Somebody who definitely agrees with that based on what he wrote yesterday is Matt Fortuna of College he's a college football insider for the athletic. You can find his work over there and follow him on Twitter at Matt underscore Fortuna. He joins us now via the Brownie and Crupin celebrity line. Matt, we always appreciate the time, man. How you doing today?
1: Yeah, it was my second time doing St. Louis radio in the last two weeks, and I've been introduced as a celebrity of all time. So, you know what? You guys are my new best
0: friends. <laughs> hey, this is what we're here for. You know, in a, in a year that has been a, a struggle for all of us, we are here to build you back up, Matt. Speaking of building back up, the Illini football program can use a little bit of that right now. I know you wrote about how this could be potentially one of the sleeping giants in the Big Ten. How good of a job is Illinois right now?
1: I think it has the potential with the right guy to be a really good job. And I, not, like most things in society, I think, you know, I, I tweet that column out and got half the people telling me rah, rah, I'm right. And other half the people telling me I'm an idiot because <laughs> Illinois hasn't done anything in our lifetimes, which is not inaccurate. I mean, I, I'm not disagreeing with that premise, um, but, but I think when you look at the state of the program right now, the athletic department, the football program, you have an athletic director who's really good at his job and wants to be there, who's completely invested in the place. In Josh Whitman, you have an eighty million dollar football facility uh, that rivals any in the country, uh, and, and you have a program that I mean, look, they were great under Levy Smith, that's why he got fired, but they're in position, maybe not short term, but long term, I think, to, to to succeed in the Big Ten West. Um, I think when you look around the country right now, um, you're going to tell me Iowa State or Minnesota has things that Illinois doesn't. Because um, I, I can't find that argument. And, and when you see the right coach in those places, Matt Campbell and Ames, P.J. Fleck in Minneapolis, P.J. Fleck, who's a suburban Chicago native who would have walked to the Illinois job when he was at Western Michigan and who I have no doubt would be doing exactly what he's doing at Minnesota uh, at Illinois had those roles been reversed. Um, I, I think this is a place you can definitely win big, maybe not at the level. Of Ohio State or national championship day, but I see no reason why you can't compete uh, to be one of the best teams of the Big Ten West every year.
0: Matt, it was a really interesting piece reading through this and, and finding out the mishaps of Lovey Smith and his and his crew when it came to recruiting uh, for Illinois. So I'm just curious, from your perspective, what happened there? Because you know Lovey Smith, an NFL name that you 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 would think brings in plenty of recruits, it, it just never clicked for Illinois and for Lovey.
1: No, I mean, I think in some ways the way his tenure unfolded confirmed the worst fears that everyone had when they hired Lovey Smith, which was, "Hey, that's a no-name. He's had a lot of success at the professional level. He has a coach at college since 1995 or 1996." Like, what's like? People grossly underestimate, I think, those who aren't in college football, um, just how much work needs to be done on days other than Saturdays, and frankly, on days in the off season. Building your program up and recruiting talent, and what ended up happening for the most part with Bobby Smith was the transfer portal became his new best friend, and he treated this thing like it was free agency in the NFL. Which, look, the portal exists for a reason. There have been plenty of successful stories throughout the country and at many programs uh, of programs finding the next big thing through the portal and getting kids who are unhappy elsewhere to perform high for them. But I don't think that's a way to build a program. And I don't think that's a way to build a program when you're the flagship state institution in the Big Ten Conference. Um, I I just think the the lack of attention to uh, whether you want to call it a football hotbed or not, a a place teaming with talent in in Chicago and the greater region uh, came back to bite them. I mean, their last signing class in 2020 did not have a single in-state player. I don't know how that's even possible um, when when you're the only big 10 public school in in Illinois. Uh, So I, I just think the recruiting and particularly the relationships with the high school coaches and prospects in the area it is going to be order number one for whoever the new coach is, because I, I think there are a lot of people in the state who want to get behind this program. They've just never been given a reason to anytime lately.
0: Matt Fortuna of The Athletic joining us here on 101 ESPN. Matt, if you were if I put you into Josh Whitman's shoes right now and you're in charge of hiring the next coach at the University of Illinois what is the profile that you're looking for? Are you going with the young guy that has all of the upside, the bright offensive mind? That, As, as a Mizzou guy myself, that was basically what I heard from start to finish for their um, coaching hire last time around. They wanted somebody that had head coaching experience that was going to be an offensive mind. What would you be looking for in terms of the profile if you were in charge of finding the next Illinois coach?
1: I think you need a guy with strong local ties. And, and I say that because You need someone who's going to excite the area, who's going to know the area, and who's going to put butts in the seats, especially when fans are hopefully welcome back next time they take the field at Memorial Stadium and and play exciting football and get the state behind this program. I mean, it's a great school. It's a top 15 public institution in the country. Uh, The the, the brand name Illinois is still very big and powerful in Chicago and throughout the state. They have nearly half a million alums within the state. It's a really good school, and they have facilities. I, I think the only thing that's missing is a reason to attend football games on Saturdays and they get excited every week. We saw that with basketball and we're seeing it turn around now at basketball behind Brad Underwood, who's a great hire from Oklahoma state and behind IO DeSumo, who's a great player who also happens to be from Chicago. So there's definitely a local tie there, but, but more, I think the difference between football and basketball in the state is everyone knows Chicago is one of the best, if not the best basketball city in the country when it comes to high school sports, not every kid who grows up in Chicago playing basketball, wants to go to Illinois. I mean, plenty do, but when you have Coach Cal, when you have Coach K, when you have people from all over the country uh, coming in, picking you up one and done and putting you in the NBA, they're playing more attractive uh, destinations out there, and there's not that local tie when you're a one-and-done player the way there is for football when you're a three- or four-year player and you can restore pride in your state institution. And I think... I think that exists below the surface in the state. I really do. Some people may call me an optimist or idealist for saying that, but um, I truly believe that. I know plenty of high school coaches uh, in the state who are dying for a reason to to send their kids to Illinois who've never even had a conversation with Lovie Smith. Uh, And I think when you look at the rosters around the Big Ten, outside of Ohio State and really outside of the state of Ohio, You're going to have a hard time convincing me that that any Midwestern state right now is producing better high school football than the state of Illinois. And when you look at Notre Dame and when you look at the teams of the Big Ten, where many of their best players are coming from, if they're not from the South or Texas, they're from Illinois. So I absolutely think you could build a successful program by trying to put a fence around the state.
0: Matt, you mentioned you want somebody with local ties. Is there somebody in mind as you say that? Like, is there a candidate that fits that criteria that immediately jumps off the page for you?
1: Yeah, two really jump out to me, and they couldn't be more different, but I also think both would work. That's Sean Lewis from Kent State and Jeff Mungan from Army. Uh, Lewis is 34 years old. He's from Oakland, Illinois, south side Chicago guy. Uh, As far as excitement, I mean, Kent State has the number one offense in the country, and he took over a job three years ago that was probably the worst in the country. And uh, it's not an easy place to win. The facilities are tough. The the finances aren't great. They play an absolutely murderous schedule every year. Last year they had to play Auburn, Wisconsin, and Arizona State. And he still not only took them to the ball, but gave them their first bowl win in program history. It um, was on track to have a good season this year until the last two games got canceled because of the coronavirus. So um, I think that's a guy who, who bleeds Chicago, uh, who bleeds the state, who has the relationships and can continue to build on the relationships with the high school players and, and coaches in the state uh, that would, again, restore pride in the place and make people excited to go play for them. I think the other guy, Munkin, uh, a little bit older, but you know he's from a family of 12 football coaches. He was raised in Joliet. Uh, he knows this area inside and out. Um, I, I think people hear Jeff Munkin, they immediately think, oh, no, an option coach. That means we're settling for something less I, I truly believe, based on conversations I've had with people in the industry, that Jeff Monk is not a guy who's married to the option. I think he would hire an offensive coordinator with a more traditional style, maybe even someone in his own family, talking to you, Georgia, um, who, who could come and, and, and light things up and open things up offensively. Uh, but but that guy's a leader. He's a football coach. He's a program builder, uh, similar to, to Lewis in the sense of, when he took over Army, that was one of the worst programs in the country. And they've now had four winning seasons in the last five years. Um, and they've done it in a number of different ways with a number of different players. And this year, with a completely different defensive coaching staff. So I think those are two guys who could go a long way toward rebuilding the trust between the program and the constituency within the
0: state. Jeff Monken is a fascinating option for them because I know everybody hears that and they're like, oh, triple option, I'm out. But as you said, I heard the same thing last year because Mizzou was reportedly interested in him as well and there were a lot of reports that came out basically saying like, hey, if he came to a Power 5 job, he is very unlikely to truly go with the, the triple option. So he'd be an interesting hire for sure. Matt, we always appreciate the time, man. People can find your work over on The Athletic. They can follow you on On Twitter, at Matt underscore Fortuna, F-O-R-T-U-N-A. All the best to you and your family. Happy holidays to you, man. We'll talk with you again soon.
1: Anytime, guys. Thank you.